one thing is the subconscious mind that you referred to believes no lies. Everything it hears, it believes to be the truth. Really pay attention to what you say. And when you catch yourself saying something negative, immediately turn it around to something positive. Hello, my gorgeous, confident queens, kings, and monarchs out there. This is your confident mama out here ready for season two of getting to share some incredible interviews to help us all live our best, most confident lives as parents, partners, and business owners. Let's get going. Good evening, Pam. Hello, how are you? I'm so good. I was just telling her before we hopped on, it's so nice to see her. Um, Pam and I actually met at a women's retreat that I got the opportunity to speak at. So Pam, do you want to just start by introducing yourself and kind of what you do? Sure. My name's Pam Tolman, and I do hypnotherapy. I've been doing hypnotherapy for 30 years, and... It's really the love of my life, what I'd like to do all the time. So if I could do that, that would make me very happy. Uh, I grew up in a small town um, over in Star Valley, Wyoming, and that's where I'm still at. So, Which uh, my family is all from Star Valley, so we're probably related somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're from Star Valley, we probably are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, what is hypnotherapy? Because I feel like that's not something I had ever really heard about um, before I met you. Hypnotherapy is an alternative method to helping a person to relieve pain or anxiety, stress, um, can help with getting rid of habits or, um, sorry, can also help with sports improvement. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that hypnotherapy can be used for. And it's really, when you asked me about this, I thought, oh, no, I'm going to go on forever because <laughs> I could talk about hypnotherapy forever and how it affects people's lives. So I got into it because I was diagnosed with severe reoccurring degenerative multiple sclerosis. Mm -hmm. And so I was told I'd be in a wheelchair within three years and shortly after that bedridden. So... I did everything the doctors told me to, and then I, I began to seek out alternative, um, alternative ways. And hypnotherapy was the one that worked for me, and I continue to use it on a daily basis. That is so cool. I had no idea that that's how you kind of got into it. So, like, what kind of trainings or whatever did you go through to kind of um, get into, like, hypnotherapy as, like, an actual, like, provider of it? I actually traveled from Star Valley to Denver, Colorado, or just outside of Denver. And I traveled there every other weekend for, I don't even know how many months now, uh, a long time, so that I could get certified as a clinical hypnotherapist. Uh, my uh, um, professor there, Zoe Lita Grant, a wonderful teacher. And I started out just being able to use it for pain relief for the MS. And then seeing what a great job it did, I really wanted to help others because it is such a, an inexpensive way, if I can say that. Um, and it's, it's a wonderful art alternative to medicines. 
And at one time I was on 15 different medications for the MS. And so you can imagine how I felt most of the time, pretty messed up. And I have nothing against doctors. Doctors are great. So please, please don't feel that I have anything against doctors. But there's so much more that we can accomplish in our own bodies if we allow ourselves to do it. And that's the important thing. But so often, you know, we run to the doctor and we want that little white pill to help make us better very quick instead of searching out other modalities. And there are a lot of modalities out there, but hypnotherapy is, in my opinion, the number one. So just from what it has done for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I think it's always cool uh, if you go into something like because you have like a personal experience or something that kind of led you there. So I think that's super cool. So um, if I wanted to like become a client of yours, how does that kind of process work? And like, uh, how do you go through and figure out like what they need from the hypnotherapy? Uh, becoming a client is very easy. You can either go to my website or you can call me. And I don't know, am I allowed to say my website? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, it's Pam's Health and Healing uh, at yahoo.com. And you can, you can find me there. Or you can always find me on Facebook at Pam's Health and Healing also. And just get in touch with me. How we go about figuring out what you might need. I, this is a good question because I have people that come to the office and I'll say, what do you want? And for 20 minutes, I'll hear them tell me everything they don't want. <laughs> and then I have to say, that's great. But what do you want? What changes do you want to make in your life? Because we get so hung up on the things we don't want. We really forget to look over the things that we do want. And once we figure it out, what they want, then that leads us to where we can go. And what what type of different, uh, what type of hypnotherapy we want to use? Do we want to use a waking hypnotherapy? Do we want to use um, a sleep? Or what kind do we want to use? Now, what you see on the stage and what you see on TV is not at all what I do. And some of the fears that people come to me are, you know, they'll come and say, well, what if I don't wake up? Of course you'll wake up. A trance is nothing more than being in a re very relaxed state. And in fact, you are actually in a state of hypnosis about seven to 10 times every day, all on your own. Interesting. If you've ever read a good book and you're really wrapped up in the book, you're in a state of trance. If you've ever gotten your car and you've driven from one destination to another and you think, oh, wow. I'm here. What happened to this place? How did I get here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, the subconscious mind, you probably have made the trip so many times. The subconscious mind knows where to go. So it'll guide you there. But at some point, it's going to say, okay, now which direction do you want to go? So it'll bring you out of that state of trance so that you can make the direction on which, which way you want to go. Hmm. So there's nothing, absolutely nothing to fear from hypnosis. Um, I have people say, 
Are you going to make me quack like a duck? Well, do you want to? <laughs> you know, uh, no, I don't. And with hypnotherapy and hypnosis, I can't make you do anything that you don't want to do. And people think it's a type of mind control, but it's really not. There's not one thing I can have you do that you don't want to do. So when you see that shy girl up on stage at the fair or high school, you know, assembly or wherever it might be, and she is singing and dancing, it's because in her heart, she wants to be like that. She wants to be that outgoing person. And that's what allows her to do that. But if I was to give you a suggestion that went against your grain of thought, you would come out of hypnosis and you would tell me, no, you're not going to do that. So I know you said that you personally like to use the hypnosis on yourself like daily. So can we learn to like use hypnosis on ourselves throughout the day to like possibly help? Like, I know I really struggle with like anxiety and depression. And you said that that's one of the things that you kind of can try and help with. Is there a way that we can do that for ourselves? You bet. So uh, there is a simple formula for self-hypnosis. It's very, very easy. And if you'd like, I can tell you what it is. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so basically, you find a place where you can get comfortable, either lying or setting. You decide what it is you want to work on. And then you sit back and you begin to relax. And you take in some deep breaths. And then you begin to imagine yourself. The easiest one is to begin to imagine yourself at the top of a flight of stairs. And you say to yourself that each step down takes you deeper and deeper into a wonderful state of relaxation and when you reach the bottom you're going to allow yourself to go on a wonderful journey of relaxation allowing the body and the mind to completely totally relax and let go and as you do that with each breath that you exhale you exhale out stress and anxiety and then you might want to set a timer and say, okay, when the timer goes off, I'll wake up. Or you can just lie there if it's night and let yourself just sleep the night away. Very relaxed, very peaceful, and then just wake up in the morning. So it's really very easy. The thing about self-hypnosis is it will only take you to a certain level. And there are things that cause stress and anxiety and those things are usually linked to an emotion and so what we need to do then to overcome that is we need to get with somebody that can take us to a deeper state than what we ourselves can go so when i use it for pain i know i'm only going to go to a certain level or a certain depth and i'm only going to be able to release so much of that discomfort and then after that, if I want or need to go deeper, I'm going to have to find a hypnotherapist that will help me to do that. And the deeper you go, the more that you can achieve and the more changes that can take place in your life. But self-hypnosis is so easy. And it is wonderful 
wonderful for stress and anxiety. I love that. I'll have to, I'll have to give it a try for sure. Um, I know that, like you said, people have come with like all sorts of different things that they want you to try and help work on. What's some of the most interesting like uh, requests that you've gotten from people to help with? Some of the most interesting ones would probably be, you know, my specialty is pain, but that doesn't mean that that's where I stay. Mm -hmm. So I do work with people with pain and I like to call it discomfort rather than pain. Um, I have two women right now that I'm doing uh, hypnobirthing with. I love to do hypnobirthing because that allows the mother to experience the childbirth without any discomfort. And, you know, so often we get carried away and wrapped up in the, oh, it's so scary and it hurts so bad, but it doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy doing um, the hypnobirthing. I think that that's a wonderful experience for the moms. I've also have had work with people um, in the sports field that want to improve on their sports. And sometimes, you know, let's take a football player that misses his pass or doesn't throw the ball just the way he wants to throw it. And then the next time he goes to catch the ball or throw that pass, that image flashes through his mind. And then what happens? It's repeated until he can change that image. Mm -hmm. And so, so I love working with the sports also. I really, to say which one is the most interesting, I love them all. So <laughs> it's really hard. But I do really like the hypnobirthing. That's one of my ones that I really enjoy doing because I get to hear from the mothers how calm they were during the birth process. And since we practice everything, uh, they get to experience an actual birth in their mind, meeting their baby, greeting the baby, holding the baby, and kissing and loving on the baby. So that when that birthing experience takes place, the baby is also very calm and relaxed. And they don't have all of the stress that's put on through the body because that fear has been taken away or that stress has been released. Mm -hmm. So I would say those are probably my favorite ones. That is so cool. I've, I've heard of hypnobirthing before. Um, but I don't know very much about it. So that's very cool. I, I think it's really interesting, um, you know, just to see how much power our mind holds over us. And just like you said, like a football player who keeps fumbling, like obviously there's something in the subconscious there that's holding him back or, you know, the, the trauma that came from like missing that path or whatever is coming back and repeating itself. So it's yes. super cool that we can kind of like do those shifts in our brains and retrain it in a way to kind of allow us to move forward. So that's very cool. It is really neat. And one thing is the subconscious mind that you referred to believes no lies. Everything it hears, it believes to be the truth. So if you say, oh man, Sally's in the office and she's sick today. Now I'm going to get sick. I can guarantee you, you will, <laughs> because that's what you have, that's suggestion that you have given your subconscious mind. 
So when I teach my weight classes, the first question I always ask is, who's in here to lose weight? And of course, everyone will raise their hand. And then I say, hmm, you're in the wrong class. I don't teach weight loss. And why is that? Why would I not teach weight loss in a, in a weight reduction class? Um, probably because they're telling themselves that they can't lose weight and that's why they need to be there or something like that. Exactly. Because if you lose something, what do you have to do? You have to find it. So if you lose something and you continue to tell the subconscious mind that you're going to lose weight, it's going to say, okay, I'll help you. But then I'm going to pack on a few extra pounds for the next time that you lose it so that we're already ahead of the game. So that's one of the reasons why people have such a hard time with weight. And truly, it's not about the weight. It's about the size. If you picture in your mind a weight, that's a lot harder to picture than a size. If you want to be a size six, you know what a size six looks like, right? But if you want to say, oh, I want to lose 60 pounds, what does 60 pounds look like? That one's a little bit harder for the subconscious mind to picture. I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's so interesting that like our subconscious just like latches on to like those little words or just pieces of information and then, you know, uh, uses it against us in some way. So what are some tips? I guess that you have for maybe kind of like retraining that subconscious mind to benefit us. Really pay attention to what you say. And when you catch yourself saying something negative, immediately turn it around to something positive. This also goes as if someone is speaking to you. If I have someone come up to me and say, Pam, oh, your hair is out of control. It looks horrible. And I don't change that thought. My subconscious mind is going to remind me continually that my hair looks horrible. No matter how good it looks, it's going to remind me that it looks horrible. And I need to change it. So you find, it, you find the words that are the negative and you flip them for the positive. I always tell everybody, all of my clients, first challenge I give them, get you a notebook. And every night you write five things you love about yourself. And you repeat it as you write it because the subconscious mind will hear it and it will allow it to come true. Same things go for finances. We live in the world of Barely getting by, barely making it, living paycheck to paycheck. And that's what we tell ourselves. How often have you heard that statement? How often have you used that statement? So therefore, the subconscious mind says, oh, she wants to live paycheck to paycheck. I better make sure that's what she does. Where if we tell ourselves that we have an abundance of money, an abundance of wealth, and good health, then the subconscious mind will allow that to happen. 
One of my favorite stories is the story of Jim Carrey. You know, Jim Carrey could not get an acting job. For years, that man could not get an acting job. And then one day he met a person and the person said, write yourself a check. Write yourself a check for the amount of money you want to make on your first job and date it. So, you know, he didn't think a lot about it, but he did. And he put it in his wallet. And every time he opened up his wallet, guess what? There was that check reminding him. And he continued to go to interview after interview and he continued to be turned down. And then one day he went to an interview and the producer said, you know, Jim, you're just not what we're looking for. You're not gonna work for this. And he walked out of the studio feeling very low, very down. And he was getting really down on his luck and down on money. And he went in to get something to eat and there was that check. And he glanced at it, didn't think much about it again, but he, you know, he at least took a little bit better glance, thought about it a little bit. And he went home that night trying to figure out what he was going to do. And his phone rang. It was the producer. And he says, Jim, hey, we got the perfect part for you. You're not a serious actor. You're a comedian actor. We got the perfect part for you. Can you come into the studio tomorrow? Jim goes to the studio. They talk about it. The producer writes an amount on a piece of paper and he pushes it across the desk and he says, this is what I'm going to offer you. Will it work for you? Jim opens up the piece of paper. Guess what amount was written on that paper? Same amount that was on the check. Guess what the date was? The date he had written on the check. That's pretty powerful. That is cool. I had never heard that before. That's so cool. I wish I would have kept track of where I read that story. And it was in a magazine somewhere, but I read it. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Like what just those little reminders can do for ourselves and our subconscious. It's so cool. Um, I know that you and a partner published a book together. What is the name of the book? And like, what is it specifically for? The book is titled Hypnosis for Faster Pain Relief. And it started out um, being my story and how I overcome uh, multiple sclerosis. And then we decided, hey, you know, everybody needs to know more. We need to debunk the, the myths. We need to let people know how many things hypnosis can be used for. So we kind of changed the plan and we started to put together a book that could be used by so many people. We cover uh, MS, fibromyalgia. We cover anxiety and stress and pain. We cover all just all different kinds of things that happen in our everyday life that we don't even think about. There's a few scripts in the book that we've written so that if you want to, you can record them and listen to them and it'll help you because by recording and listening to it, that's going to take you to that deeper level that I was talking about earlier. Oh, cool. So you're not going into your own hypnosis, but you're actually being led by, by me or our um, Susan, but it is your voice. 
-hmm. And what better voice to use than your own? So the book is Hypnosis for Faster Pain Relief. You can find it on Amazon. Or you can always let me know and I'll send you one. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds so great. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you. I really appreciate you asking me to be on here and giving me this opportunity. Oh. Absolutely. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all, wasn't that just incredible? Thank you for being here with me today. And if you loved this episode, please leave us a review and share and tag us on all your socials. We'll see you next time.